And ho, 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 happy holidays to everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Castle Collective. I am Sean Rapier, and joining me this week, you know him, you love him. He is Skipper Rob, Rob Foray. Welcome back to the show, Rob. Thank you. I, I hope people love me. I, I love coming on this podcast. I'm so passionate about this. And this is one of those attractions I call dibs on yes. because I'm so passionate about it. Now, it's really interesting because Sean Lords from Word on the Main Street podcast, he called dibs like the minute he heard about the concept for this show. He called dibs on Haunted Mansion. And then you and I were talking and you said, I am calling dibs on Haunted Mansion. And as I started to say, no, I'm sorry, you immediately said, but very specifically, holiday, Haunted Mansion holiday. So I was thrilled that you have such a passion about it. Um, before we jump into it all, uh, a couple of kind of quick facts about it that were surprising as we did a bit of research on it, and then we're going to kind of just go on the ride together. Um, but uh, one of the interesting things, this is only at Disneyland in California and in Tokyo, and it is not at Disney World. And since this has been open for a long time, every year I keep thinking they're going to announce it at Disney World because it's so popular. But we learned that it has been proposed at Disney World and rejected. You have some background on that, Rob. Yeah. So one of the main reasons I'm so passionate about it is I am a former Disney cast member. I worked at the Haunted Mansion. It was one of my favorite rides ever at Magic Kingdom. Okay. And so I was a Haunted Mansion butler, and I just loved that ride so much. And it was so fun to work. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it because they don't have this at Walt Disney World. And every time I go visit Disneyland, I just get giddy when I go on a different feel, a different vibe. And this overlay is probably the best overlay in all the oh, Disney yeah. parks, in my opinion, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and so the I can't confirm it, but pretty much the rumor is the reason why Magic Kingdom or Walt Disney World rejected it is because – of the year-round status of the Florida parks. It's not so seasonal. It is where people from all over Europe, East Coast, Mm. go, right? They don't have the abilities to be able to shut it down for, is it a month? I don't know how many weeks. I I thought it was three weeks, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know exactly. Right, and I that's... That's what I've heard is like they just can't afford to shut that ride down for that long. It's such oh, a popular okay. ride that it would be so hard for them to justify that. Whereas yeah. Disneyland, it's more regional and it's more for the the locals, right? But Disney World, you're getting people mm. from all over the world. It's a bigger destination. Imagine spending all your money just to go to Disney World once in your life and you go in the Haunted <laughs> Mansion and it's closed. Like the time I went to Shanghai Disney and Pirates was closed. Oh, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tragedy. It's like the, uh, one of the best rides I've ever heard. And I still haven't watched the video because one day I'll go back. But that's kind of the story behind it. Do you tend to watch ride-through videos? I I will only watch a ride-through video if I've been on the ride. See, I will I'm the never same watch way. a ride-through. And I'm I really glad. I've, I mentioned to you that uh, next week I'm going to Disney World. And I've heard so many amazing things uh, about Rise of the Resistance, and I've not been on it. And Rob, you have been on it. Uh, Yes. 
you were on it just what you were at Disney World two months ago, month and a half ago. Uh, September, yeah, end of September. September, yeah. yeah. So I have not been on it. Uh, so I last time I went for a full day at Disneyland. Uh, you know, Smuggler's Run, of course, was was open, but they were doing boarding groups and I had gone in the evening. Uh, mm-hmm. So I actually haven't been to a full day at Disneyland since last October. Um, yeah. But I know this is actually, seriously, this is the longest in my adult life going without a Disney park. I went to Disney World last year in December. We went for mm-hmm. the uh, Christmas party with two of our sons and haven't been back since. Amazing. But I digress. So I, I'm the, I'm with you. I do not like to watch things in advance. I want to know. I want to see it for the first time. Same with uh, with uh, Runaway Railroad, which I'm very excited. It yeah. is so good. Try and go on it at least twice. Go on it early in the morning and go on it at night. Um, and they've now <laughs> – we're going off a tangent here, but they've now added plexiglass on Runaway Railroad. If I could yeah, say that so the line enough. isn't quite as long, right? Yes, it was super long. Uh, it's it's one of the best new rides. It is so much fun, and the great thing about it, it's all projection mapped, so they can retheme that or do overlays. Oh, that's awesome! That and a quick anyway. a quick plug for the show and the quality of guests that we get. Not only is Rob <laughs> Ferre a former cast member, but we've had and will continue to have Bryce Randall on the show who is one of the Disney editors who worked on that attraction. He actually edited some of that. that. Yeah. Can we yes. get him on? Can all three of us, once you go on it, all three <laughs> yes. of us will go through that ride with him. That's I know a it's, tremendous I know idea. It's Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but that's I know a good it, idea. Not Magic Disney World, but I would uh, love to talk I love to it. him about that. All right. Anyway. We're going to go back. We are going to go back to uh, the topic <laughs> the at coast. hand. Can you tell we're a little bit passionate about Disney things and Disneyland yes, and Disney World? Just a little bit. So, uh, okay. So basically, it's only at Disneyland, uh, California, and Tokyo. Initially, and I didn't know this until we started doing this research, uh, Disney considered doing Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol as an overlay, which seems wow. strange, but if you think about it, you know, there are ghosts already in yes. it. So, I mean, it makes it's sense. True. There would have been a few more ghosts, I think, uh, than, than uh, the Dickens tale has in it. But they ultimately decided that, hey, you can't have, uh, you know, New Orleans crossing with uh, England and it, Victorian times. I think it would have been a disaster. I can't imagine it. But, yeah. I don't know, Disney has a way of pulling things off. So maybe it would have been good. But fortunately... They came up with the idea of, hey, we already have a built-in thing. And one of, I think, the great things about The Nightmare Before Christmas for them is that it is a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. So you can start it in September. You're going on a Halloween attraction. Yes. Then in December, you're going on a Christmas attraction, which is so cool. Yeah, I think it's really smart. Here's an idea. You take the Christmas Carol theme overlay and put it in the Muppets movie over at studios. So you have mm, yeah. the Muppets Christmas Carol <laughs> overlay. That is such a great idea, Rob. They should really do that. Like I am being totally serious. That is a that great, great idea. Oh, I love that. All right. Um, so some of the challenges they offered or that they had was uh, to recreate. I mean, Paul Freeze and uh, – you know, uh, Leota Toombs had, you know, passed away. And so they had to get... Earl's Ravenscroft. Yeah, Earl Ravenscroft, um, all the originals. So they had to get people to replace them. There are some fun ones. Uh, the the ghost host is 
who they use for the ghost host now. So that was easy. But for Madame Leota, uh, interestingly enough, and we'll get to her room, but Kim Irvine, her daughter, got to play it. How oh. cool is that, that what Kim great- Irvine got yeah. to be that? I just think it's the neatest thing. So really, really and she's cool. she's in charge of uh, a division, was it called? Yeah, she is in charge of, because she was the head of, I know that she was the big name um, for the, when the castle got its new, uh, got its new titles. Um, mm-hmm. Hang on, Kim Irvine. Yeah, uh, I'm looking it up right now as to what her actual title is. But yeah, she's a big wig uh, designer, and she is the uh, director of concept design. Yes. So she was, but she was really the one who came up with the idea of changing the the colors of the the tiles on the roof of the the castle at Disneyland, which is so cool. Okay. So she is just awesome. So, but she is also Madame Leota in this overlay. Um, really quickly on overlays, and we hadn't planned on talking about this, so we're going to talk about it a little bit extemporaneously. There aren't a ton. Disney's not no. one to, I mean, there's, there's been the, uh, the Country Bear Jamboree, which yeah. they have a Christmas show, and unfortunately may it rest in peace at Disneyland, still going. Um, and then they still do the Christmas overlay at Disney World, I think. Trying to remember, we were there last. No, actually, I don't think they do. I'm, in fact, I'm fairly certain that they don't because I remember we were there last year. Jungle but they, Cruise, the Jingle Cruise, the Jingle Cruise. Uh, yeah, Jingle Cruise is is fun, but calling Jingle Cruise an overlay is a little bit of a stretch. I mean, it's not. You know, it's throw some presents in the water, put a beard on a gorilla, <laughs> a Santa beard, and that's about it. There's not a ton. To Jingle Cruise, though it is fun. It's definitely fun. Um, And then there's uh, Small World Holiday. And that was one of the things we were talking about uh, that's funny with Small World Holiday because they keep it for... Because they keep it for Chinese New Year, it goes for a long time. Now, there are a lot of people who love, absolutely love Haunted Mansion uh, Night Before Christmas, the overlay, they love it. Uh, But... There are some people who feel like they kind of wish we'd get through Halloween. Like the Haunted Mansion is Halloween enough. Yeah. Then go over and make it Christmas. But then you're fully redecorating for such a small amount exactly. of time. So You're also forgetting uh, the Pirate's Christmas. That lasted very shortly. They had the new song, Yo, ho, 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 ho. You don't remember this? No. I just made that's, that up. But that wouldn't is that be great? So not true. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? How, did I, how did I not know that? <laughs> they, they they take off Jack Sparrow sitting yeah. on his throne at the end, and it's uh, Santa Claus sitting on that little in that in that treasure room. Yeah. Okay. Go, Here's an episode we are going to do. We are going to do our suggested <laughs> holiday overlays at the Disneyland Resort. Yes. Uh, well, and actually, I say that there aren't that many, but you know, at California Adventure. They have uh, they have the uh, tomatoes one. Um, yeah. He has he has his holiday overlay, and so there are there are some other things. But you know, does Luigi have music holiday music for his? I, I got to be honest, I don't remember. I I pretty much I go to Cars <laughs> Land and uh, I Radiator Springs, and I go right to yeah. Radiator Racers. I enjoy yeah. walking around it, but those two attractions just haven't really been much of a thing for me. So. We'll have to find out. Luigi's is really fun, actually. Yeah. Music yeah, it is. It is. But I just, I don't know it that well. So 
Uh, well, shall we go on? Uh, should we go on Nightmare Before Christmas uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday? Let's yeah, go let's do and it. take a walk through. So one of the things that's amazing about it, Rob, is just how intense they go. Like this yeah. is not slap on a couple things. They completely no. change the look of it. Even the archway when you're walking in, like it's all rethemed. They have Jack there. They have pumpkins there. Um, and and here's the thing is even when you start looking at it, it even kind of has a Thanksgiving feel to it sometimes, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, because of pumpkins, gourds and and berries and things like that. So Yeah, Jack know. is the pumpkin king and we need to thank Haunted Mansion Holiday. We need to right. be great, very grateful because of Haunted Mansion Holiday, we have a fast pass line. Because really, I didn't know that. Yes, so Haunted Mansion has always been popular, but because it's an omni mover system, the line yes. was never more than a half hour, 40 minutes, or whatever. Exactly. And when it gets right. up to a half hour or 40 minutes, you kind of, if you're a regular, you know, like I'm, you know, as an annual pass holder, and usually I'm there every month, I kind of go, ah, it's a little longer than I want to go. However, because most people only go one time during the holidays, it's a must ride. So the line was getting up to an hour, hour and a half, even sometimes two hours. And it was wrapping all the way around by the railroad and then back out. And, and so they finally said, you know what? We're giving it a fast pass. So thank you. Thank you, Haunted Mansion wow. Holiday. Yeah. That's a fun fact I didn't know. That's yeah. Okay. Then you're walking up the line and you come to one of the scariest parts to me, which is the scarecrow with the Santa hat and the pumpkin head. That is terrifying to me, Rob. Oh, yeah. I love it. And it's even more terrifying at night. At sure. night, yeah. <laughs> it looks But ominous. I love the music as you walk in, that cue music. It's just mm. like the, the haunting. You, you, you described it. How did you describe it as kind of like? Yeah, I, I described it as a haunted music box. And yeah, that's what it yeah. sounds like. It's that very ding, 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 ding. It's really haunting. But it sounds like yeah. somebody's turning a jack-in-the-box or like a music yeah. box or something that's haunted. And it just yeah. tells you something is about to happen here. <laughs> well, well, listen to this. This is what it sounds like. Oh. <laughs> I love the sound of that. Isn't that amazing? Rob, this it is, is so... haunting. Yeah. But yeah, it's this also is what magical at the same time. It right. is. It is. And it's so Haunted Mansion. And yet it's so it, it's kind of what binds the two themes together. And I love it. The rest of the line, there's not a ton that's specifically Haunted Mansion. Once you get to the backside, um, just add a bunch of garland, of the line. And a bunch of pumpkins. You know. Yeah. And <laughs> garland is an interesting choice. I thought the fact that they lean so much on garland, I enjoy because garland grows out of control. You know right. they put they do put some pumpkins out here in the uh, in the cemetery, but uh, the garland is everywhere, and it almost becomes it's ominous. And then we'll get to the the big wreath that is terrifying. But it's yes. like it's got a life of its own. Its limbs, its snakes, it's all kinds of things. Makes it actually makes garland look a little bit spooky. But what I also we forgot to mention is the countdown clock. Oh right yeah, before you right. go in the big wreath. It's a big clock, and it has how many days left till Christmas, and that's really cool. Uh, it's kind of got like the spider web in the middle and the, the bat wings, and so anyway, cool. I, yeah, yeah. So that's absolutely spinning. love that. Beautiful. And then All we right. enter the lobby, right? Mm-hmm. 
Take us through. So you enter the lobby, and then once they have Garland again. But the cool thing is as soon as you enter the lobby, they the, the ghost host starts narrating. And I love the narration. And, oh, yeah. Uh, when you end, well, they call it the foyer, but the lobby foyer, whatever. And he just starts going. He's like, "Twas a long time ago, longer than it seems, in a place that perhaps you have seen in your dreams, for the story that you are about to be told began in a holiday worlds of old." And this is my favorite line. I know when you're curious to see what's inside, it's what happens when two holidays collide. <laughs> and that's from the movie when like yeah. what happens when two holidays collide. I love that at the very yeah. beginning. It's just my favorite. It really does kind of put you in this movie. I mean, it, it does. Yeah. It just makes you feel like you are participating in the movie. And so you walk into the entryway and then you're quickly taken into the stretching room. And yes. they've done some updates and upgrades over the years. Uh, we should mention that uh, Haunted Holiday originally opened on October 3rd, 1960. That's my wife's birthday is October 3rd, 1960. <laughs> 2001. Did not open then. October 3rd, 2001. Yes. Right. Uh, so it opened in October 3rd, 2001. And uh, so it's been going 19 years, which is amazing. But they keep yeah. moving it back. It started October 3rd. Now it's like middle of September. Eventually it'll be like July they'll start it. Because <laughs> exactly. the crowds love it so much. But you go into the stretching room and replaced, uh, instead of the paintings, you've got all these beautiful works of stained glass yes. that I just love. And then everything falls apart. <laughs> right. And, and remember, the stretch room is actually an elevator that goes down. Mm -hmm. Whereas at... Magic Kingdom, it's a room that stretches upwards. Mm. This room, you stretch downwards. I've never so, thought about that before. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because, and you know, the, the reason why, you know, we'll probably go over this with Sean, it's a practical thing. They yeah. had to lower you down so right. you could go into the tunnel underneath the Yeah, under the, the berm. Yeah. Yep. So... Awesome. So as it starts to lower down, my favorite is the door shut, you know, the, the your... Your butler tells you, or your maid tells you to go into the dead center of the room away from the mm -hmm. walls. And, and then the glass breaks. Yeah. And then <laughs> the narration starts again. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. And then he goes through his little, uh, his narration. And he goes, twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was peaceful, not even a mouse. And then he goes through that and... At the very, very end, you uh, uh, you know the lights turn off and the scream happens, right? And you look up. Back in the day, they used to have a huge just uh, – and uh, it was a face of Jack Skellington, but it was an actual prop. Yeah. Now it's um, projection mapped up on the yeah. top. So it's a projection and Jack is animated and he speaks to – and then the glass shatters and then he comes down. So – it is That's amazing what projected. technology does. I mean, the, the, the way they can do projection mapping now just completely blows my mind, like what they can accomplish, because it absolutely looks amazing. And this whole scene is so fantastic, the way that they do the countdown. And it kind yeah. of transforms you. Like when you first walk in, other than, yeah, there are some skulls hanging and you can tell Jack's been there. It all looks pretty put together, kind of like the original stretching room. You know, you feel oh, yeah. like, hey, I'm in a fairly normal room. And then it's almost like when the glass shatters, it's a shattering of reality. 
Yes. And one of the uh, one of the things I don't know if you've ever thought of, uh, where he says, "How does he say it about the mouse? Not even a mouse." As a not a creature was peaceful, not even a mouse. Do you do you think that that at all? I know it's part of the whole. Yes, I know it's part of uh, the whole night before Christmas. But is that a We're call out to of, Mickey Mouse, like Disney? Yeah, yeah of course. Even, even yeah, at Disneyland, think things aren't okay. <laughs> Not even right. at the mouse's house in Disneyland. Yes. Yeah, I think there's something there for sure. All yeah, right. It says the children nest a little snug in their beds, would have nightmares of monsters and skeletons in their head. Jack shows up, laughs, and then the doors open. And the cool yeah. thing is, as you go into that hallway, you have that narration go starting again. You have the ghost host. He's like, now hurry along as they say, look alive. This is one of holiday. This is one holiday you will want to survive. Survive. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So we get to the, we get to the hallway and uh, they spare like, I was going to say no expense, but not only no expense, but no, like there's just nothing left completely untouched. They have so right. retheme this entire thing that it's absolutely incredible. So we go walking through the hallway. And by the way, that's always one of my favorite places. I always try to be last to yeah. really slowly go along. But all the paintings that, you know, normally the ghost ship and everything else, they've got now as Christmas scenes and zero flies in and out of them. But they change. And what I love is it's a nod to the original Haunted Mansion as well, that they change from like good things are happening to something not so good. Something scary is happening as well. So right. it's, I think it's a lot of fun. Love the hallway. But they still have the bus, the original bus that are there. But yeah. uh, once again, more Garland. And, and then this is when you start seeing all the presents starting to be... Yeah, and the busts are wearing bow ties, which I think is so fun. And then, you know, I, I call this the present scene or the entry scene. Yes. But when yes. you first walk up, we were watching, Rob and I were just watching a, a video on the history of it. And they said, then you come upon the Christmas card. And now that right. I look at it, Rob, how did I not see it before? It's a pop-up yeah. Christmas card. That's all, all it right. is. It's just a pop-up Christmas card. I love that they have the mayor. I, the mayor yeah. is one of my absolute favorite characters. I just love the mayor whose head spins around, you know, depending on what his feeling is. And, of and course, you, you get Oogie Boogie. In the, in the, in in the, the moon, moon, which yeah. I love. It is so cool. But, yeah, that is just a pop-up Christmas card. I had never noticed that before. And then you're off. You're climbing up the hill. This is one of my favorite parts. I know it's such a weird part to like. I love coming up the hill because I imagine myself actually going into a real house. I always try to kind of put myself in that mindset. But you go under some presents, and man, it is so elaborately done. Seasons screamings and screamings. <laughs> yeah, seasons greetings. So classic. And then comes such an iconic scene. Now, first of all, a little bit of history on the Haunted Mansion. You know, they have the, uh, the, the knight there who stands there yes. in his full, full armor. Back in the day, back in the 1960s especially, he used to be a person who would actually yes. walk out and jump out at you. But yeah. they replaced him now with an animatronic. Oh, that would terrify me. Uh, yes. But now they have a pumpkin head on him. And then in, down the hall where we normally see a floating candle, tell us what's there, Rob. You got zero <laughs> in the background, but he's chasing a floating bone. And so yeah. there's all these, there's like the bone wreath 
or the bone garland, and then you've got Zero's uh, uh, it's like a bowl, his doggy bones inside yeah. the bowl. And he has a big old rat present down there that's a whole big pile of bones. And oh. then uh, we continue down the hall, and I love Zero. What a cute character that is. And then we continue down the hall, and what I love is they kind of mixed. This you see more of the haunted mansion itself because yes. there are so many iconic things. But they put in these flowers that are kind of like, uh, they remind me of Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think they look like mini Audrey 2s, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, well, especially from the movie with Rick Moranis, where they, where yeah. the little mini Audrey 2s are singing. That's what yeah. they look like. That's exactly and what they look like to me. I don't know what this character is, but it's like a little doll. Remember? It's from the movie. It's like a vampire doll. Yeah. Right? Like that was one of the doll. gifts that they first opened up that one of the kids opened up and then it was trying to bite the kid. Yeah. So you know who that doll replaces? It hmm. replaces the raven or the crow that oh, you see throughout that. the entire ride. So in, in the Haunted Mansion, remember that raven that's like, ah, ah. Yeah. He is in like, that raven is in the probably like four or five different show scenes. Mm. This guy yes. replaces that little raven. You are so right. Rob, that is a good catch, man. That's great background. Yeah. Then, then we come upon what I think is one of the most genuinely kind of almost upsetting parts of the ride. Like it's genuinely scary. And that is the monster wreath. And we're yes. about to go under the monster wreath and that monster wreath. It's got some of some more of the Audrey twos under it, but it's got the glowing red eyes and those teeth look like they're about to rip you apart. I mean, that is terrifying, yes. Rob. Yeah, the razor, the razor sharp teeth as you go right underneath, and and when you go under it, he's going. <laughs> it's just like, and then you have the clock where they have the clock uh, with the with the, the fingers. Shadow, the shadow claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. And then we head into the uh, the card room, the tarot room. And again, as we mentioned, Madame Leota, of course, they couldn't get um, Leota Tombs to actually play it again. And so they they got uh, Kim Irvine, her daughter, who is, you know, a Disney designer. But they they replaced all the cards or all the musical instruments uh, with these cards that are that look like like a combination playing card tarot card kind of a thing. But uh, again, all very Christmas and Haunted Mansion oriented. But Leota is in, instead of a ball, she's in a Christmas ornament that's yeah. floating up and down. And so, and then they have the little, um, the there's a little uh, nutcracker there. But if you look at the back of Madame Leota's chair, where usually the raven is, yeah, that's the little uh, vampire toy again. So, so cool. So you'll see the vampire toy. So yeah. that's another show scene where the vamp- where the raven's supposed to be. The vampire toy is there. And so when you go in there, she does 13 Days of Christmas. Yes. She goes, on the 13th day of Christmas, my ghoul gave to me 13 rings of power, embracing strength that never ends. And so she goes through the 13 days. On the first day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me a star, a brilliant star for my fortune card to see. So it ha- goes through all of these different uh, seances, we'll say. So cool. Can we hear a little bit of that? Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, I'll turn that up. I love it. I love that you get the 
in the background. You still have that. And then it goes right into the ghost host taking you through. And this is, uh, this is something, this is a scene that I, who does not love the ballroom scene? I mean, everything about it. And this is another place where I feel like they've mixed the old and the new that you really get, you know, it's still the ballroom, but it's definitely a nightmare before Christmas. So you, uh, you so in the original scene you had a carriage with a uh with a casket that had been fallen over where yep. you see ghosts coming out this one is a carriage with presents and pumpkins all splattered spilling about, out about. yeah and then you have ghost presents rotating out of it so but cool then, and this was something when we watched uh, we did some research on this as well was there's the big huge uh gingerbread house in the middle of the table yeah and that's a big attraction you know and and every year i know we go and we look for it because every year they change out the gingerbread house and we all knew about that one thing that maybe you all know listeners but rob and i didn't know was the reason that they switch out the gingerbread house that's on the table every year was a request by tim burton Tim Burton, who was the creator and director of The Nightmare Before Christmas. That was his request that every year there be a new uh, gingerbread house. I had no idea. I'd never heard that. And it's actually made of gingerbread. It's like it's actual gingerbread yes. house. <laughs> yeah, and it's incredible. Every year, and this is what's been so sad this year to not have one, but they put in animatronics on it. There was uh, one year, two or three years ago, oh, the year 2019 had the hitchhiking ghosts back behind it. Um but uh, a couple of years ago, they had like a, a crane hand that was lifting it down and it lifted up and down. And I remember reading it weighed like 800 pounds. I mean, it was just crazy. Oh my gosh. So they really put a lot into it. And then the other thing that I had never noticed before is the paintings up at the top where the dueling pistols, uh, the, the men turn toward each other and shoot at each other that they're actually now shooting at zero. I had never, ever noticed that before, that zero is zipping around and that they're they're trying to hit zero. But you still get the classic ghosts dancing below. I just love the scene. Now they're dancing around a Christmas tree. It's a huge Christmas tree. And yeah. It, 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 it's such a huge prop or that goes all the way up to the ceiling. And if I remember correctly, the organist is playing, and I think instead of skulls, I think it's pumpkins. You remember how like the skulls kind mm, of yeah they come up yeah 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 I'm pretty but sure they it's kind pumpkins. of float up yeah I don't remember yeah. but then uh, you go into the attic scene which is mm-hmm. completely rethemed which is all yes. for presents yeah and they have taken out all mentions of the bride like there is nothing nothing left nothing that was original to the uh, the other story but what I love about it is they do it in a way where you don't miss it you know there's nothing. No. You know, you don't, it doesn't look like they've shoved things over it. And I love that you come on this huge, huge snake and that the snake even has the gifts in the middle of its body. And uh, that snake is from a scene when, when Jack Skellington first opens his bag and the snake comes crawling out. It is really cool. But it's also one of my favorite scenes in the movie where uh, there's this little boy screaming and he's going ah! <laughs> and the snake is eating yeah uh, i forget what the snake is eating but i just I think remember it's a the present. Kid is i think it's one of the kids yeah. presents yeah and yeah he's just screaming but i love the music here da, 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 da. I, yeah i'm pretty sure it. it's in this scene strange and bizarre 
Oh, so good. It's that medley. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, Beautiful. and then you go underneath the huge snake. And one thing I do, I'm glad they still kept, is the hat box ghost. I think that's one of the coolest and like characters. Like, don't get rid of it. They just put like a brooch on him. And yeah, they put kind things. of a thing. You know what's funny is he would have fit more with the Dickens thing. He looks like a Dickensian. You know, he's got the top hat and the cape and everything. But oh yeah, uh, that's true. But I'm so glad they left him there because he is such a cool part of the attraction. And then we and get our first get uh, first glimpse of the graveyard. Ooh. And you just love that view because you're just up above. And mm. then they have like snowflakes and things. But you could see that mountain with the curl. I love that curve. Right. You know? oh, fantastic. With all the glowing pumpkins. Then you come down backward and there is not a uh, shaking, scary, terrified groundskeeper. But instead, there is none other than Jack Skellington himself. And it is one of the best animatronics that Disneyland oh has gosh. ever done. I completely agree. I think, and, and of course he talks and then you got Zero right by him. Mm. And other things that's something of note as you go down, and I also love that part where you go backwards, right? Yeah. It turns you around. The trees are covered in snow mm-hmm. and then you get to see for the third time where that raven usually is, is yes. that little character again. Oh okay. my gosh, Rob. I, am, I have never noticed that, but I will notice well, it every time now. Yeah, so look for him. I th- I'm pretty sure it's four or five times that he's in it. And it's a full vampire uh, doll I, instead of the, the raven. Yeah, the raven. But look for that raven when you actually go on the ride. And some of my friends are like, oh, the raven is actually oh, the narrator. There he is. You know, but there it is right there. So, mm, uh, right there the on a branch. You. Yep. But, I will never yeah, not he, see that now. <laughs> yeah, so look for that little doll who replaced the raven. But yeah, so you got Jack Skellington in the in the graveyard the trees are so scary and they always the trees always remind me of snow white wow she's so scared when she's running through the forest but this jack skellington i mean it just looks like he jumped off the screen and is alive and he's got zero floating next to him and he's dressed at santa uh, dressed as santa and the whole graveyard has just exploded with christmas and it's like the movie it's so wrong yet right you know, yes. it's pretty cool. Um, a graveyard covered in snow, which I love as well. It's so cool. And then we come upon another animatronic that got added actually later, much later. It was 2016 where they added this Sally who's just longingly looking on as you come by. She's sitting on a gravestone. And I think they so captured not just the look, but the sentiment that is Sally. That is yeah. Sally. The way she sits with her kind of head on her hands and longingly looking is just amazing with all this chaos around her. And I, and I, I, I love that character as well. And it's such a great animatronic, just her staring. Yeah. And then you get the music here. Yeah. It's incredible. You get the singing pumpkins. And it's such a nod to the busts, to the singing busts. Yes. You know, and the those fact are projection that, mapped it as well. Yeah, they're projection the with, Yeah, which makes it, which just makes it so great, and yet it makes you think of the busts. You know, the singing busts, but it's so authentic. It's pumpkins, 
and they've got the uh, Rudolph skeletons. And here they keep a lot of the figures from the Haunted Mansion, yes. but they'll throw a Santa hat on them or they'll have snow around them, and it just works. Yeah. And then the angels, the pumpkin angels that are so cool with the trumpets. Yeah. I love those. Super cool. And I've, I've taken a few photos close up of that because I just think that the uh, those angels are awesome. And then you have your opera singers at the very end right there. Yeah, they've got the lights and everything still. It's still Christmas, even for even for them. So and you go right under that angel, the big trumpet okay. in front of you. And so this little one, uh, that's once again, your raven again who is the little guy and he's blowing a trumpet. No way. Rob, this is yeah. so cool. That's great background. <laughs> really yeah. interesting. And now we go into the boogie woogie. Yeah. Uh, there he is. It's not boogie woogie. It's boogie. Oogie. Oogie, oogie boogie. Oogie. So oogie yeah. boogie. It's uh, oogie's holiday. Um, what exactly does he call it? Oogie boogie's holiday tricks and treats. And yeah. he is spinning the wheel. And again, it just looks like he jumped straight out of the movie and he's got all the creepy eyes behind him, but he's spinning the wheel to see what present you're going to receive. And instead of a hitchhiking ghost, you get the present that he chooses. And uh, it's a bunch of creepy stuff, you know? And then you got the kids popping up, which is so fun. Uh, yeah, they are I forget the name of those you. three little kids, but those three little characters that kidnap santa claus or in that yeah as it's well. um it's mischief uh hang on uh i'm looking it up right now because it's bothering me oh and it just came up three kids nightmare before christmas lock shock and barrel <laughs> they're collectively known as boogies boys but lock shock and barrel is uh are their names and then just when you think it's over you think there must be nothing left they can do you get out of your doom buggy and you go walking up, and there's some some pumpkins and some snow. The graveyard scene. Yeah. My favorite part of the entire ride, and I know this might sound strange, but is the little figurine saying, hurry back, hurry back. And she has been replaced by Sally, who is uh, talking to you as you're leaving. Maybe we can hear a little bit of that. Oh, love it. And then you see in the little moon right behind her, you see the Santa sleigh or uh, Jack's sleigh. Yeah, the sleigh actually going through and Sally's asking you to hurry back, which is a nod to the original ride. It's, it's the perfect, Rob, it's so perfect how they created this. I mean, they did it in a way that it, really honors the original attraction and yet you feel like you've been through the movie it is absolutely incredible a lot of black light that's one thing i noticed re i don't notice it when i'm riding it but there's so much black light in this ride that makes it this kind of haunted creepy other world it's really really cool and so uh, I, I talked about it earlier, but it, the music, and it, this is the mm. part when you see the 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 Audrey choose, but it's like no, 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 no. Yeah. Anyway, it's just yeah, so much the fun. Yeah, the music from. The, sorry, go ahead. 
yeah, you can probably find the the soundtrack online, but you know, you got your your Tim Burton animated and all Tim Burton films. Yes, his, Danny Elfman. His, Danny Elfman, yeah. So yeah. he probably did a lot of this music as well. Yeah, I'm sure well, I'm sure cuz he did so much for the movie that uh yeah, he and and it it really is amazing. I mean, the way that they put it all together and that song is uh, you know, Lock Shock and Barrel singing you know, give, bring us the Santa Claus, ah, la, 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 lock him up. And, you know, it's so oh, yes, yeah. just so great. Yeah. They did release a, um, they did release a, a CD back in the day that you could buy of this soundtrack. I'm looking it up to see, I use Apple music. I'm looking it up to see. Um, I don't think they have it on Apple music at least, but uh, I'm sure on eBay you could get, uh, Oh, Corey Burton, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I guess. No, it's never mind. It's just someone with that name, I guess. Okay. Oh, he's an artist. He he did some stuff, but his logo is Haunted Mansion Holiday, but it doesn't look like that album is available. But I love the music, Rob. It's fantastic. Uh, I assume, I should check this. I assume that on, have you ever been on soundsofdisneyland.com? I haven't. So Sounds of Disneyland, and we've talked about it on this show before, it's uh, soundsofdisneyland.com is the Sounds of the Disneyland Resort. And so you can go into any specific place. And I'm going to go down to this man who put this together has just collected everything. Doesn't look like he has, looks like maybe he doesn't have the uh, Haunted Mansion version, the Haunted Mansion holiday version. That well, I, I found tell. I found a I found a soundtrack of it and I can send that to you as well. Yeah, where did you find that? On YouTube. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wait, Halloween time. There's a whole section called Halloween time. Nope, Halloween time is just uh the cadaver dance and the costume party cavalcade and Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy, but it doesn't oh, seem a, to have This is a great website. It's amazing, Rob. I keep it on I would say half the time when I'm in my office for the day, I have this on. That's great. Just Ambient play. music. Oh, there is Haunted Mansion Holiday. The whole thing is on here. There if you, you go. go. down to the very bottom, Haunted Mansion Holiday, Music Box, Area Loop, the Scarols, the Foyer, the Endless Hall, the Crypt Band. You get the Music Box in there as well? Yeah, you get the whole thing. So it is amazing. This website, I we have no affiliation with them. We have no reason to push them other than I just think the world of them. Soundsofdisneyland.com. It blows my mind when I'm when I'm really in the mood to go to the parks. Wait, this is uh, this is the first track. This is This is amazing. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> oh my. This is oh my. This is so cool. Thank you so much soundsofdisneyland.com. Oh my. Is that, that unbelievable? Just... So super cool and uh, go check that out for sure. But Rob, half the time when I'm in my office and I'm just missing the parks, I'll put on the the sound of the train or Main Street. They just have all kinds of sounds and songs and it's pretty incredible. And I think that that pretty much covers our Haunted Mansion holiday. What do you think, Rob? Was it kind of fun to go back through it? Oh my gosh, yeah. You said they're not doing it this year? or Well, they're not doing it because Disneyland's closed. Oh, that's... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not, it's not for all open. we know, for all we know, they did it and they're taking it down. We we have no right. idea. 
because right. it's been oh, I closed. I forgot about that part. Yeah. 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 It's been Sorry. closed for a long time. So yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I loved it. The, the, we, I, I got the Christmas slash uh, Halloween spirit in me. It's just so much fun. All right, Rob. So this brings us to our single rider line. First of all, is it in your top? Now we're only talking about the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay, like mm-hmm. the holiday edition, not the Haunted Mansion. Is it in your top 10 attractions at Disneyland Resort? Yes. Top oh. five. It's it's a must. I love it so, so much. It's like I get the chills every time I walk into that stretch room and the glass breaks, like every time. So if Haunted Mansion Holiday and Haunted Mansion counted as two separate rides, do they take up two places for you? Oof. I haven't done I haven't done it yet, but I would even put Haunted Mansion overlay above Haunted Mansion. Yeah, okay. I, just, cool, cool. I'm that crazy for it. So All right, how long would you wait to ride this attraction? Uh forty five minutes. Oh, and I didn't say my it's not it is it's very hard for me to say top ten, but yes, I would say it's it's definitely in the top ten. You would wait forty five minutes, that's exactly how long I would wait. I would wait 45 minutes to ride this although if push came to shove and i was only there and i knew i wasn't going to come back to ride it i would wait probably an hour but 45 yeah, minutes because the my... queue is so great and the music and the mm-hmm. ambiance of course it's come fun on. yeah yeah uh what is your favorite part of the attraction <sighs> i think we did talk about this but i love when you come down into the into the graveyard and then you see jack like, yeah Jack talking. I just love that. Well, I also talked about the stretch room. Actually, I think I love the stretch room. Mm. Just the opening scene. That opening scene just sets the stage for everything. So right. Maybe I'll say the opening scene. It's just so cool. For me, it's the ballroom. I I yeah. love the ballroom. There's the ballroom has always been my favorite part of the haunted mansion anyway, I think. Yeah. And I just love it. Okay. Is there a worst part or worst thing in the attraction? Like something, oh, I wish I could change that or I don't like that. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, what could I change? They should, they, should re, they should retheme the Dooms buggies as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. Well, here, here's the thing is I would I, – I am taken a little bit out of it when I still see some of those old animatronics mm. in the sense in the, in the dancing, in the ballroom dancing. In the ballroom and well, maybe in the graveyard too? Uh, the graveyard ones are fine. I'm fine mm. with the graveyard ones, gotcha. but it's the ballroom. It kind of takes me out because everything else has been rethemed up until that point. And right. then we go into the ballroom. And I think what would be really cool is if they had other characters like your werewolf, the witches mm. dancing around the tree. Right. That is a cool idea. Yeah. I don't know that I have a, I can't think of anything. What would I change? I, I can't really think of anything, Rob. It's so perfect the way they did it. It, it really is amazing. I don't know that yeah. I would, I can't think of anything I would change. So I'm, I'm going to skip out on worst part, but I agree with you. It would be that much better if the dancers yeah. were, were like that. I think that's cool. Or the townspeople. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been escorted off the ride during a breakdown? No, 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 me neither. Can you imagine though, walking through that? How cool that would be. <laughs> that would be best. awesome. Uh, this may not apply to this attraction, but maybe it does. Best time of day to ride it and why? Uh, I, I'm always a night person. Yeah, get I'm to a see night the guy holiday on lights too. on. Yeah, you get to yeah, see, but the the lighting is better. It's more ominous at night, and you walk out at night. I'm always a little bit jolted, even with the regular haunted mansion. When I walk out, 
and it's blaring bright sun. Of course. Like, it's like, wait a minute, why is there sun? We were just inside the haunted mansion. So yeah, I would say nighttime also. Uh, If you owned Disneyland, uh, I guess we kind of did cover this with the worst part because neither of us had a worst part. But if you own Disneyland, what, what one thing would you change? And you named yours. I have to slightly slide over to shut it down from November 1st to the 7th or whatever to do the changeover. I would be okay with keeping the Haunted Mansion and through, through uh, Halloween. I do like the Haunted Mansion itself. But I have a hard time with Christmas stuff too early. And even though this is a Halloween oh, slash Christmas movie, um, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. I, I think I would I think I would have it go from November until December twenty. Like, I guess people go for the Christmas holidays. So let's say January first. I would run it November fifth through January first. Not September. logistically, that's impossible. You can't right. do that, right? Because <laughs> September is usually the first two, three weeks of September are usually very slow. Kids are going back yeah. to school, sure. people are on vacation, and so that's a perfect time to shut it down. It is, and then it get is. it open for October. So. Of course, for me, you know, if you own Disneyland, is pretty far fetched too. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't see that happening, but uh, there's that too. And the final question in our single rider line. Uh, describe the attraction in one word. Oh gosh, I have to think about this. Uh, here we go. Horrific. <laughs> I'm combining uh, holiday, terrific, and horrific together. Horrific. Oh man, I can't even compete with that. I I'm, I'm just like a Dr. Seuss word. It's right, horrific. I'm, I'm going to go the opposite. Whereas you combined a lot of words to make one Dr. Seuss style, mm-hmm. I'm going to take one and do double entendre with it, which is my word is chilling. It's oh. chilling because it's Christmas and there's snow, so you're chilled physically. And it's chilling because it's scary. So, mm. uh, mm. Rob, this has been so much fun. I'm so glad we did this tonight. Now I'm just dying to get back to Disneyland. So, well, before we go, if people want to find you, Rob, tell us the best yeah. way to, to find you. Because I need to remind our audience, go back and you can listen to our other episodes. We call you Skipper Rob because you were a skipper on the Jungle Cruise in the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, but you are also a world-renowned DJ, game show host, corporate speaker, entertainer. Tell us where people can find out more about you, Rob. Yeah, go to robfrey.com, R-O-B-F-E-R-R-E. And same on Instagram, Rob Frey on Instagram. And uh, that's the best place to find me. And one of the things that I'm loving doing right now during the holiday seasons are family game shows. Uh, I did six family game shows over Thanksgiving, and it was just a blast. Awesome. And so... Awesome. People can't be together. Why not be together virtually? That's such a fun, fun idea. And I was so jealous. You and your wife went to Disney World, as I mentioned, and uh, you and I, you and I were texting constantly because I kept seeing your Instagram stories, and I kept texting you, going, "You dog! I can't believe you're there." But next week is my time, and I'll look forward to that. Okay. Yeah. Refuse to watch anything on Rise of the Resistance. And here's the other thing is I, I'm always tempted to take out my phone. When The first time I went on, the, the guy I went with, Elliot, who trained me as a DJ, he said, put it away. Just enjoy everything yep. that's about to happen. 
And I tell my kids the same thing. There are plenty of photos out there of everything. No one needs to see our photos of it specifically. Let's make those memories. So absolutely. I'm excited to ask you the one part that will blow your mind once it happens. Like there's just one part. You're just like, what? (laughs) So so one of the episodes I want you and me to do, uh, and probably we'll get Bryce uh, Randall in on this one as well is uh, I think it'd be really fun for me you and because Br- Bryce is a big Disney World and Disneyland guy. Yeah. We could do our top three attractions you would take from any of the Disney World parks and plop into Disneyland. We'll have to do that as an episode. That'd be really fun, Rob. I also, yes. I need to put out a pitch for people to look for you on Instagram. I am currently wearing a very slobby black t-shirt <laughs> and camouflage uh, cargo shorts. Rob, I don't think I've ever seen you not in like a super natty button-up shirt that just looks amazing and all dressed up to the nines. So definitely check out Rob's Instagram for all that. Well, you know, I, I always say, look good, feel good. You know, and, and I'm not being around humans right now. I'm here with humans virtually, but I still want to dress up and yeah, well, I've got I a closet it. full of stuff that needs to be worn. <laughs> and and I. <laughs> And see, I always say, uh, look comfortable, be comfortable, because uh, before this, I was uh, smoking a couple of chickens outside, uh, like on the barbecue. So, you know, first I was like, wow, you're smoking now. Okay. Yeah, I was smoking <laughs> chickens on my chickens. smoker, on my barbecue. So, well, this has been so much fun, Rob. We'll have to do yeah. it again. To all of our audience, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, where we announce you know, everything that we're doing and all of our different episodes. And I'll have some pictures from my Disney World trip next week. And uh, we are also on Facebook. But the biggest thing you can do for us, if you enjoy this show, if you could tell someone, you must have a friend who's that big Disney fan, just like you are. Tell them about the podcast. Our numbers have really been growing. And that's what helps us out the most. Or maybe share this on Facebook. And if you think to get on, especially on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a five-star review, we would certainly appreciate it. So that's all we got for you this week for the Castle Collective. Rob, thanks so much again for joining me. It has absolutely been a blast. So for Rob Foray, I'm Sean Rapier. We'll see you next time.